Hello. Hey, how's it going? It's going. This is a special episode of the Bee's Niece, where it's just bees and no nieces this time. Um, full disclosure, this episode is going to be full of all kinds of things you probably don't want your kids to hear about. So, if you have a sensitive stomach, or if you are a child and you don't have a parent around, then please stop listening right now because this show is not for you. You will not enjoy it at all. And because my co-host is usually a child, I have Monica here. What's up? Just living the dream. Monica has done shit for the show before. Um, because this isn't gonna be a family-friendly episode. It's gonna be all unfiltered, so you can expect cursing and just, you know, a lot of very unfiltered things. So yeah, I'm gonna be cursing. That was my first time. But Monica's done stuff for the show before. Uh, it hasn't aired yet because the Woolly Mammoth episode hasn't been released. Oh, it hasn't? Yet. No. Scarlet keeps not picking it because she likes to choose things that I don't want to talk about. You should pretend you don't want to talk about Woolly Mammoths. Maybe I should. <laughs> but that episode's cool, but, you know, she makes it difficult. But this is going to be a special episode because it's Pride Month! Yahoo! Yes, we like Pride Month here. How how do you feel about Pride, Monica? I like it. It's pretty exciting. Yes. Lots of rainbow-colored things. <laughs> that is, you know, the thing. I do like people are more comfortable being themselves, oh, celebrating yeah. it. It's, it's definitely come a long way. Kind of feels like there's a lot of marketing stuff going with it now, though. Like a lot of companies will latch onto it to sell rainbow-colored shit. Well, it's that's kind of true. As long as I donate or something, but yeah, hope it just doesn't get too caught in the weeds of what it used to be. You know, that's true. But anyway, because it's Pride Month, we're doing a Pride episode, and it's gonna be very exciting. But it's not going to be family-friendly because there's a lot of shit that happened with, you know, all the stuff. Life isn't family-friendly. No. (laughs) So, welcome to the Bee's Niece Unfiltered. We should just call it the Bee. (laughs) Because the Bee. Yes. Um, So, this... Monica, Mm -hmm. you were like one of the smartest people I know, if not the smartest person I know. Uh, don't look like that at me. Uh, no pressure. What do you know about the Stonewall Riots? Not a goddamn thing. You haven't heard of the Stonewall Riots? I haven't, actually. You are gonna learn today. I'm new for learning stuff. I feel like there's a lot of shit I don't know anything about. Oh, my God. It's so cool. And, like, it's great. Uh, So the Stonewall Riots were also known as the Stonewall Rebellion or the Stonewall Uprising. And it was a series of protests and demonstrations after the Stonewall Inn, a gay bar in Greenwich Village in New York City. Oh, Greenwich Village? Yes, that one. I can't do words. My family is from New York, so that's where my grandpa used to live. 
Your grandpa lived in Greenwich Village? My Polish grandpa, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, it it was a gay bar there. and this He probably didn't go there. I mean, <laughs> maybe. And so Stonewall Rebellion or riots or whatever the hell you want to call them, uh, they started after the bar was raided by New York City police. And... Why was it raided? Uh, they didn't have a liquor license. We're going to get into that. Oh, okay. It's going to be a My lot bad. of fun. It's really fucking interesting, actually. So, I don't know if you know this. I'm pretty sure you do. But back in 1969, being gay was illegal, basically. And so... Well, that's stupid. I agree. It is stupid. But it was... Like, anything on the spectrum that wasn't straight. So, dressing in drag was illegal or being trans was illegal. Do you know, like, the specific laws for that? Like, I'm trying to think of legally how you could make a law like that. Like, uh, I will go a little bit more into, like, the trans and the drag stuff. Okay. A little later on. I don't remember what the specific law was. I just know that it was illegal. Because I started writing this with the intent of having it be family friendly. So I was just like, it's going to be kids. They don't need to fucking know that. I mean, they, they're I kind of feel like you shit. do a disservice to... Because then you tend to water things down. That's... And not expose them in all their horribleness. Yeah, Maybe that's that kind true. Of does a disservice. But this is also, like, really bleak at points and times oh man yeah but anyway so being gay and being all like all the lgbt stuff was illegal basically and this i actually think is kind of fucking awesome um because being gay was a crime and at that time new york city had the biggest population of gay people in the united states uh the underground gay scene was actually funded by the mafia that's the coolest thing i've ever heard i know right um but yeah so the stonewall inn they got shut down because they didn't have a liquor license but the fact that they got shut down wasn't really the whole drama because there had been a bunch of different raids on different gay bars and everything but the stonewall inn catered a lot to like trans people and drag queens and homeless people and stuff like that um so they were kind of a little bit different than the usual gay bar it's like the the first pride center (laughs) oh yeah that stonewall is like the reason why we do pride but anyway because it was illegal to be out and about and not wearing at least three articles of gender-appropriate clothing. How do you decide what's gender-appropriate? I don't know. Uh, but a lot of, like, drag queens and trans people would get around this because they would, like, wear dresses. But they would wear trousers and, like, loafers under their dresses. God, that sounds so hot. I know, but... I feel like I just sweat my ass off. I mean, if that's what you want to do, then that's what it's you're going to do. you have to do that. But... It's dumb. Yeah, that the whole gender appropriate thing was fucked up. And they would like check your license. And if you didn't have a license, they would check your person to make sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
it's just it's really violating and it's just, so arbitrary and disrespectful well it's like okay like the whole thing girls wear pink boys wear blue like actually who fucking cares i know it used to be the opposite it did used to be the opposite yeah i know i'm just saying i was gonna give you fun <laughs> facts about hitler but <laughs> i'm just saying it's so, so fucking arbitrary it's really fucking arbitrary but i mean the 60s and 70s were a very fucked up time i mean no matter what time you go to it's gonna be fucked up but i feel like if you were like gay or something else on the spectrum it was gonna be like an extra special fucked up time for you uh you know judy garland right yeah i don't have this written down this is just a fun fact she was actually a big advocate for gay rights and because of like the wizard of oz if you were like trying to understand not understandably like underhandedly be like i'm gay you would just be like oh i'm a friend of dorothy's so. I'm a friend of Dorothy's. Yeah. I'm a friend of Dorothy's. Yeah. It means I'm gay. Is my friend from the IT crowd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that. So, you know, that's just a random fun fact. It's not even written down in here. That's just something I know. Anyway, uh, like I said, the Stonewall Inn was, its usual patrons were drag queens. And drag queens were actually not always welcome in the other area of the gay community like compared to how it used to be like there was always kind of a divide between like you know the dapper pretty boy gays and like the the neil patrick harris gays and the rupaul gays and now you know it's they're kind of coming together but even, like, not that long ago, I know there have been, like, gay people that I know who have been like, look at that fucking drag queen. And it's just like, you're fucking gay. Why are you hating on a drag queen? What the fuck is wrong with you? There's still, like, a stigma against bi people, too. It's like, it's why don't you like girls or boys? Pick a side. It's like. It's just like, I don't have to pick a side. Yeah, there's still a stigma with that. Yeah. I mean. I'm straight as fuck, but I I don't give a shit. Like, as long as what you're doing isn't hurting anyone, I don't think it should be anybody else's fucking business. But people like to make other things their business. People have way too much time on their hands. People are literally the worst. A little bit. Yeah. So, uh, the riots actually started when the drag queens were resisting the officers taking them into another room to make sure that they had a vagina, basically. Oh, I mean, it's so intrusive, right? And I don't know how I wouldn't smack them. I completely agree. Um, and, you know, at that point, you know, the police were, like, they definitely raided a bunch of gay bars, just like, you're fucking gay, let's arrest you, you're a fucking dick or something like that there there's a huge bias against gay people back in the day but i wonder if part of it's just an excuse to see some pussy maybe i mean (laughs) or dick whatever you're into (laughs) it could be i don't fucking know your neighbor is vacuuming yep (laughs) (laughs) 
That was hot. It's a really good thing we didn't decide to do this last night. I was thinking about being like, let's let Liz on the scene. She might have been to the Stonewall Inn. It would have been bad. Yep. We were fucked up. A little bit. Especially if there was, like, a vacuum going. It would have been just like, oh, my God. I would have thought, it's the Blitz. (laughs) We're going to die. I was really, really fucked up last night. Anyway. Um... So after that, more people started resisting, and eventually the police officers were saying that because everybody was causing issues, everybody was going to have to go to the station. And, you know, things started to get a little more unruly when uh, Marsha Johnson, who was a black trans woman, she picked up a shot glass and she threw it into the mirror, and like the mirror at the back of the bar, and things kind of started you know, getting a little more violent after that. Escalating. Yeah, like, the police still had, like, their dicks all over the situation. But, you know, it started... It, like, escalated to, like, one point. Like, it escalated in the bar, and then it escalated outside of the bar. Yeah, so, that's... Marsha throwing shit is how, you know, everybody, like, started freaking the fuck out in the bar and making things more difficult there and on the outside of the bar there was actually a crowd forming around there some of the people there were people who had managed to get out before the police raided the place other people were you know more gay people who were just like i heard my friend was here i just want to see what the fuck's going on and you know there was a rumor that started spreading that the policemen inside were beating the bar's occupants so the onlookers started to, like, poke shit at them when they started bringing the, the first round of arrests out. And things erupted everywhere because of Stormé de Lavigne. I am probably pronouncing her name wrong, but she was fucking awesome. So she, uh, I have a picture of her. She's right here. Right there. I like her. Uh, so, she kept trying to run away from the policeman. She was handcuffed, and they, like, dragged her. Like, she ran away, and they caught her, and she ran away, and they caught her, like, four times. And, you know, eventually they hit her in the head with their baton. What? Yeah. And all of this was, like, in front of all the people outside. And she, while she was, like, bleeding... And it's getting shoved in the back of this police wagon. She, like, looks out to the crowd and she asks them, why don't you guys do something? And then things exploded. (laughs) Things went fucking crazy. And uh, she was actually, like, really amazing. She did a lot of stuff for gay rights advocates and stuff like that. Uh, later on, when she was asked about the Stonewall riots, she actually said it wasn't a rebellion. It wasn't a riot. It was a rebellion. It was an uprising. It was a civil rights disobedience. It wasn't a damn riot. And this is a little bit of a departure, but I just want to go a little bit more about Stormé. Because Stormé. Stormé. She was French. Like, half French. So, it's Stormé. I might be pronouncing it wrong, but I think that's how it's pronounced. So 
So we're going to go with that because confidence is key. <laughs> confidence, Monica. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> like you have no confidence in my pronunciation. I don't. I don't either, <laughs> but I have to pretend I do. Anyway, like I said, uh, she carried on her work with the gay rights movement up until her dementia got really bad. Mm. She died in Brooklyn, New York from a heart attack on May 24th of 2014. And she was a fucking badass. It's pretty recent. Yeah. I didn't know about that. Uh, so she worked as a bouncer in a lot of different lesbian bars up until she was 85 years old. No offense, but once you get that old, I don't think you're very intimidating anymore. That's fair. Uh, she was also the vice president of the Stonewall Veterans Association, and she did a lot of work for battered women and children as well. Good use of a life. <laughs> yeah. She she was really cool. I like her a lot. I still trying to wrap my head around an 85-year-old bouncer. <laughs> she, well, she was a big woman. She I know, like, but 85? She was... She's going to go pee all the time and, like, be like, my back hurts. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Not her. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't think that would be very intimidating. That's fair, but... No matter who it was. <laughs> that, that is fair. But at the same time, I mean, she... She did it. She was... She was, like, a Brienne of Tarth of our day. <laughs> I... I like her. Anyway, so after the riots and the protests, like, exploded after that. Um, oh, another fun fact about her. They, a lot of people actually refer to her as the Rosa Parks of the gay rights movement. Cause That's cool. Why don't I learn about her in history? I don't, I know, I've never right? heard of her before. I never heard of her before I started reading more into this. But, yeah. Anyway, um, so after the riots, you know, burst out, they kind of went on and off again for about five days, and they eventually <laughs> resulted in the Stonewall Inn actually getting set on fire. What? Yeah. Uh, the fire was actually able to be put out, and Stonewall Inn is still fine, and they still do drag shows and all kinds of stuff there, cool. and... Actually, uh, the Stonewall Inn and its surrounding area was designated the first national monument for the LGBTQ community back in June of 2016 by former President Barack Obama. Yay, Obama! That doesn't surprise me. Yes. <laughs> and there was no official apology from the New York Police Department about the Stonewall riots and the fact that they were purely raiding the bar because they were bigots and assholes uh, up until 50 years later which was just earlier this month. Really? Yeah. They came out with like an official apology or something? Mm -hmm. I think it was like on the 6th or something. I could be wrong so don't quote me on that. Please. But it was just earlier this month. Maybe. And they wanted to do it. Why this month? Because oh, it's the 50th Pride anniversary? Month. No, I mean, like, why not last year? I don't know. Waiting for the big 5-0, huh? Maybe. <laughs> I, 
I feel like with a lot of official apologies, a lot of people just want to like brush it under the rug and apologizing. You have to be like, my people fucked up. And yeah, you think it'd take less than 50 years to realize that, though. Yeah, but I mean, people are still pretty bigoted against gay people. Let's be real. I mean, not even close to as bad as it used to be, but... Well, I know. But, yeah, it's still pretty, pretty fucking stupid. And I have some fun laws and shit to tell you about. Oh, boy. It's not fun at all. Laws. It's actually kind of shitty. Um, so, back in the day... In the day. In the day of your the days we do not speak of except for right the fuck now uh it was illegal for two men to be out in public holding hands it was illegal it was illegal uh two men what if you were just very affectionate how are they supposed matter. to know that's so dumb because you were fucking gay how about two girls and didn't say anything about girls. Well, that's girls. just sexist. That's a double standard, I know, but... Well, guys are weird about that shit. It's so weird. Guys are still weird guys about it. Guys are so homophobic it's in It's just general. like, I can't hug my friends. I, I know. Hug, girls I have, like, seen each other naked and, and, like, snuggled. And guys are like, oh, man, I didn't... It's just like... I didn't oh my, accidentally touch your hand or... Oh, sorry. my God, dude. <sighs> I totally don't need to see your balls right now. Whereas <laughs> I'm just like, look at this thing on my nipple. It's kind of weird, right? <laughs> Guys are kind of... I think it's our fault, though. We make them feel weird about it. Like, when they're growing up and stuff. That's fair. But I don't have any memory of ever, like, seeing two guys hanging out and being like, Yay! But I think it's more like the generation that we grew up with. I wonder what stupid things we do today that are going to be considered... What the fuck were they doing? Uh, Twerking. Well, I mean more like social issues stuff. Maybe the whole hating on immigrants thing, but that's oh, another story. Yeah. That's a whole different ball game. But anyway, it was illegal for two men to hold hands in public. It was also illegal for two men to dance together. <laughs> and <laughs> Yeah. That's so dumb. I know. <laughs> It's all stupid. How do you justify this legally? Like, because too much homo. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know. How uh, would you? Did they like define what dancing is? Like, could you just be like, I don't know. But it's just like, <laughs> what about when Danny Kay and Gene Kelly danced together? Was that gay? Probably. They were tap dancing. I know. I'm just being. Annoying. They didn't even touch. <laughs> It's so fucking stupid. Uh, I already told you that you could be arrested if you were out in public and not wearing at least three gender-appropriate articles of clothing. Um, Does that mean you have to be wearing at least three articles of clothing all the time? Yeah, I guess so. Oof. I mean, I'm only wearing two articles of clothing right now, so... You would be in big trouble. I know. They'd be like, we can't tell you're a female. Let's see your vagina. (laughs) You'd probably, you'd probably, you'd probably be like, okay, whatever. <laughs> or I would be like, dude, it's my vagina, not yours. Yeah, I, 
I don't know why we feel the need to police each other's bodies, but I, whatever. No. I mean, we still do. Oh, I know. It's just fucking stupid. Uh, I'm sure you already know about this, but you could be fired for being gay. Yeah. I know. Um, there were no states in America that didn't treat homosexuality as a criminal pen- offense up until in- Illinois became the first pl- state to discriminate against homosexual acts. Aww. No, not discriminate, to decriminalize. Oh, decriminalize. Decriminalize okay. homosexual acts. Oh, good acts. thing. Yes. I thought you said and the opposite, and I was like, oof. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the thing with that is it was only not criminal if it was done privately. And You mean like don't fuck them in front of a bus stop sort of thing? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, isn't it illegal to fuck in public anyway? So, Well, it's more like you can hold hands and you can do whatever the fuck you want. You can kiss. Just don't let anyone see it. That's stupid. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean... I feel like I'm saying that a lot, but this, a lot of this is, it is so really stupid. It is so fucking stupid. But you have to give Illinois props because at least compared to everyone else, it's progress. Well, how would anyone else know about it if you're doing it in private? I don't know. They're just going to knock on your door. Are you making out in there? Are you? I saw you only wearing two pieces of clothing. I can't tell what gender you are. You're Let me o- see your genitals. You're only wearing <laughs> boxers. Take them down. I gotta see. I don't know what gender you are <laughs> and that's my business for some reason. <sighs> oh my god. It's so embarrassing. Like, as a human, especially as a white human, because whites are always the worst. Well, at least you're not a white male. Thank God for that. Could be worse. Like Scott. (laughs) God damn it, Scott. (laughs) Scott's my husband. Yes, he is. He's a white man. Yep. He's the enemy. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not him specifically. He just like walks out. You're the enemy. <laughs> the enemy. You know, I have to wear three pieces of clothes. I have to wear three articles of clothing because of you, Scott. <laughs> you look so confused. It's just all so dumb. It's really, it's fucking stupid. All of it. People as a group are pretty dumb. I agree. Like, individual people are pretty great, but as a group, we're kind of stupid. Yeah. And I'm sure you already know this, but... Boy. I just got hiccups. But, I don't know if you remember, but it was... Oh, you're just like, right with your finger. She's like, telling me how it is. This is how it was. I... She's just wagging her finger at me. I'm like 95. Like a freaking granny. (laughs) Back in my day. Back in my day. We had to wear three pieces of clothing. (laughs) I still looked at my twat. (laughs) (laughs) And they liked it. Who wouldn't? That's how your mom was born. (laughs) Jesus Christ. <laughs> Superstar. <laughs> okay, okay. So, moving a little bit out of, like, the 60s and shit. Uh, it was... It wasn't nationally legalized to get married, in America at least, until June 26th of 2015. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah, I remember it, It was too. a pretty exciting day. We're living history. Yeah, it was really exciting. Yeah, it was really good. I was stoked as fuck. 
Before that, it was like little patches here and there, like different states. Yeah, and even then, I mean, some of it was like fucked up. Like in San Francisco, they were just like, oh, you can get married. And then like a month later, they like reversed like 40,000 marriage certificates because sorry, you're gay. Fuck you. In San Francisco? In San Francisco. That's like the gay mecca. That's weird. I know. It's just like, why the fuck? I don't understand. I don't understand. It's either. so fucking stupid. Um, we're gonna get now into something that's a little more your pay grade that I think you'll know. What's a pair grade? I meant pay grade. <laughs> I was, I was pair grade. I was hoping you wouldn't notice. I'm being graded on pairs. I like, don't understand. I'm gonna grade your pairs because they These? are wearing three articles of clothing. I can't tell what gender they are. Pairs of what? pairs of rats <laughs> what are you i don't know what's happening anymore okay we're gonna start talking about like the shittiest shits okay that why you, do you sound excited because you probably know a lot of this stuff because you're in medical school and you're getting a phd and you did like yes because all we do is talk about this no you did like a medical history thing didn't you i mean isn't that how you learned about know, like the nazi doctors i know a lot about the history of hiv colin and i are probably gonna do a podcast on that but oh, holy shit that shit is heavy monica has a podcast check it out it's really good we only have one episode because we're busy but hopefully we'll do more <laughs> yeah check it out <sighs> okay so this isn't about hiv just because that's kind of a different beast oh god um it's fucking insane dude oh i believe you but this is about something that might hit a little closer to home what i don't version therapy oh yay oh man that's like the sound my heart makes when i think about conversion therapy because it's super fucked up do you know a lot about conversion therapy, or is that just something you try to kind of forget? I know a little bit. Okay. Like, I know they do still do it in Utah. They still do it. It's stupid. And I remember hearing someone talk about it that went through it that was used to be Mormon. Ugh. And how they would do shit like make him fix cars and stuff. That's so Because that would make him more masculine the enemy what oh we're doing a podcast <laughs> it's okay we can edit it okay you're the enemy Balls. <laughs> <laughs> you're the enemy because you're a white man oh a straight white man enemy the enemy i still like you though we're talking about conversion therapy scott what do you know about conversion therapy No. no, they still do it here. Yeah. Oh, good. Utah's a place that oh, happens. God. Dallin H. Oaks is going to shock the gay right out of you. That's how it works, with right? With electricity. That's how it works, right? Just. I mean, I don't just really. Just shake the gay ghost and out it pops. <laughs> the gaily ghost. <laughs> pops right out. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, no, but conversion therapy is kind of fucked up. Uh, it didn't really start until 
somebody named Albert von Schrecknotzig. Is this someone I need to start hating immediately? Um, kinda, maybe. Kind of sounds like it. He doesn't really... I'm probably saying his name wrong, but I'm going to put all my shit on the website notes. So if I pronounce things wrong, I mean, you can read it there. So, yeah. Um, no, he wasn't like one of those people who was just like, I gotta fix the gay in you. Uh, this guy actually was kind of like... I'm going to be honest, he was like a glorified paranormal investigator. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, he would do That's a lot of stuff. also bad. <laughs> he would do a lot of stuff with like mediums and spiritualism. You and can't see, but I'm rolling my eyes really bad. Uh, like, I like ghost stories and shit. I think they're fun. Uh, but do you know about like ectoplasm and stuff like that? Like where, oh, she's talking to dead people, so there's like this ghosty plasm shit coming out of her body it's a real thing mm, I mean it's a thing that happens or it's a thing they, people believe they say it's a thing that happens so it doesn't I don't fucking know I oh. haven't done any research on this but most <sighs> of like his career is centered around ectoplasm like, yeah like <laughs> there was a picture of this bitch who was just like I got this ectoplasm coming out of my ear it was fake, uh, but he was just like, oh my god, and I'm pretty sure it's real. But It's ghost semen. <laughs> ghost cum. <laughs> ghost semen. Basically, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was the one who like started the world on the conversion therapy path. Because he said that he was able to turn a gay man straight. Because he gave him 45 hypnosis sessions. And 45? 45. That's a lot of fucking hypnosis. Yeah. I don't know. It, if if it takes 45, maybe you're just shitty at hypnosis. That That's not all it took. <laughs> it took 45 hypnosis system. 45 hypnosis sessions. And they took a few field trips to a brothel. That'll and, do it. And that cured him of the gay. It cured the gayness forever. He says, it probably didn't. It didn't. I can tell you it didn't. There isn't really, like, a lot of evidence about that. I mean, maybe he was just... I don't know. Maybe he was bi. Maybe he told him what he wanted to hear. Maybe after getting, quote-unquote, hypnotized 45 fucking times, he was done with this shit. Yeah. Plus, I mean... 45 times! If... I mean, I'm straight as fuck, and if somebody took me to a brothel and was like... Get this check out. Yeah, and you'll become a lesbian. A lesbian, and I would just be like, "No, fuck you." I mean, I don't know. If you were hypnotized forty-five times, you might do anything to make it stop. <laughs> do you know a lot about hypnotism? I know some. Is it bullshit, or is there some merit to it? There's a small amount of merit to it, but it's not as interesting as people think it is. You have to want to be hypnotized. There's only certain people. And it's like you can make people do things. It's more that you can kind of... Um, kind of, like, influence them a well, little bit. Well, not even that. It's more you can do it to, like, put them kind of in a lower state of consciousness. Mm-hmm. But there's not, like... It's not like they show on TV and shit like that. So you can't, like, hypnotize someone and then do surgery on them, basically. I think you can, actually. That sounds horrible. 
I mean, what if you wake up in the middle and you're, you're like your stomach is like on your chest or something? I wouldn't. I don't know how surgery works. <laughs> would, would they put your stomach on your chest? No, probably not. Well, that would be like the nightmare. That's the nightmare. The nightmare. I don't know a ton about hypnotism, but it's not much of a thing. Yeah. Well, basically, that was his claim to fame is that he believed in this ectoplasm from this chick that wasn't even real. It was disproved. And he supposedly turned a gay man straight. But that wasn't even, like, his main thing with his career he was more about like the ghost semen yeah the ghost semen that was his (laughs) that was his whole thing uh then we go a little bit further on uh have you heard of eugene steinek for a minute i thought you were gonna say eugene crabs i have no idea why (laughs) i don't know why would that have been brought up (laughs) eugene crabs isn't gay Maybe that Spongebob, one. but... Maybe Spongebob. No. <laughs> Eugene Steinek. Doesn't sound familiar. Okay. Uh, so, he was a doctor back in, like, the 20s. Oh, boy. And he was convinced that the gayness lived... And get ready, because this is all legit. I don't know if I'm ready for this. Are you ready? No. Scott, are you ready? He's gone. I know. He's missing out. This is going to be a funny one. Uh, He thought that the gayness was all in the balls. (laughs) I don't like where this is going. So. Oh, God. um, Sometimes Eugene thought you just had to have a ball ball replacement. Replacement? So, like what, a golf ball? No, with heterosexual balls oh my god so what he would do uh is he would cut off your balls both yes and then replace them with some dead guy's balls oh god that's bad in so many reasons and the dead guy was straight so he had heterosexual balls (laughs) what are you serious yeah it's so fucking stupid okay uh dead so you just fucking castrated yourself. It's not like they're gonna grow. They're dead. Mm-hmm. So you just castrated yourself, basically, for yeah. no reason. Uh, the experiments were inconclusive. Inconclusive of my ass. They didn't work. That's what they said. They were inconclusive <laughs> because gayness doesn't live in your balls. Yeah, that but thing. you know, it's so weird for a time. How do they explain gay females? ovaries is there i don't know i guess women can't be gay because they don't have balls i don't know because i some flawed thinking here (laughs) back at this point in time i think this was before they were just like women don't have sex drives women are just i think people are still like that some people are people are weird about it but I think women don't enjoy sex and stuff like that. I mean, we wouldn't have sex if we didn't like it. It's true. I mean, some people might because they try. feel the need to. Oof. But that's that'd be a bad that's life. That's just sad and different. But I mean, I think his thinking revolved around the balls because he was probably one of those people who was just like, 
Females can't have libidos. Females can't have emotions like that because those only belong to men and our balls. Couldn't it be your penis? Chop off your dick. I mean... (laughs) But that wouldn't make any sense because the gayness is in the balls. Why is the gayness in the penis? Because it's in the balls. See, I'm not understanding the circular reasoning. I don't know. Okay. I... I'm brave enough to please. say I don't know. But. Oh, man. Please tell me there's, like, medical photography of some guy with some dead guy's ball so, so near his penis. I didn't see any. Oh, God. That'd be so amazing. That would be slightly terrifying. Oh, my God. That'd be so amazing. Up next, we have someone I know you know. you have any guesses? You don't know me. I know you Harvey know. Harvey Milk. No. Um, no, this is like somebody in like the science field. I know a lot. That I know of people. for sure you would know. This was like around the thirties that I'm thinking of right about oh, now. Timelines. <laughs> I don't. I'm bad with dates. Alexander Fleming, Sigmund Freud. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, I know who that is. Freud is very hit or miss. That's one word for it. Yeah. It's Um, fucking crazy. (laughs) Freud was actually pretty cool with gay people, which I was actually surprised because I know Freud has like some weird shit in his repertoire. For some reason, I thought he wasn't. Oh, no. He, like, maybe he didn't like gay people, but he was one of the very few people who wasn't like being gay should be illegal and being gay should da 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 da. But yeah, I mean you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually thought that being born bisexual and being gay came from conditioning. I don't know if that's true or whatever. Uh, but he was the one of the few people who thought that it would be either insanely difficult or impossible for somebody to change the orientation of their sexuality and he was right um why should you i you shouldn't have to but this was like this was back in the day when everybody was was more cunty than usual i don't know i think we're still cunty just in different ways just in different ways but (laughs) they were cunty about this whereas now most people or at least people who matter don't really give shit about this um yeah i lost my spot you're good i'm still hoping eugene crab shows up eventually he can show up in your dreams that's really strange i mean i can't do it i think that was worse (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) it sounds like i'm a trying to be a dolphin i know i feel like that's i feel like that's the sound you make all the time <laughs> yep that's like a variation of the theme <laughs> you like it okay so moving on um so freud thought that treating homosexuality as a mental disorder and making it illegal was kind of stupid so you know he was he's good on that part and back in 1935 a woman wrote a letter to freud to see if he would treat her son 
where the only oh, thing was, that was wrong with her son was that he was fucking gay. And so he wrote back and he said, and I quote, homosexuality is assuredly no advantage, but it's nothing to be ashamed of, no vice, no degradation, and can't be classified as an illness. We consider it to be a variation of the sexual function produced by a certain arrest of sexual development. Many highly respectable individuals of ancient and modern time have been homosexuals. Several of the greatest men among them, like Plato, Michelangelo, Leonardo da Vinci, etc. It is a great injustice to persecute homosexuality as a crime and a cruelty too. That's amazing. I know, right? It's like something you'd hear today. Yeah. It's actually really but, amazing. I'd never heard that before. But instead, it was Freud in the 30s. So. Best dear Abby ever. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was proud of him because I know he, he has some weird shit going on. I mean. That's actually pretty cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of him. Um, so, I know you probably haven't seen it, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Have you seen American Horror Story Asylum? I've seen some of it. Okay. Well, in Asylum, one of the characters is a lesbian, and she has to go through conversion therapy, and it's set during, like, the 50s or the 60s. And the way they portray it in the show is actually pretty accurate. So, if you want to see something like that... Oh, I've seen I've seen electroshock stuff. Yeah. I mean, you're in medical school. You've seen all the shit. I mean, at least enough. I mean, we still do it now, but it's not the same. Oh, no. It was brutal back then. I mean, now you get to, A, decide if you want it or not, and B, it's usually only reserved if you have, like, really bad depression that meds aren't working for and actually really help some people. But that's about it now, I think. Well, as, as long as they're doing it correctly and it's not hurting people, like I said... If you're not hurting anyone, I don't give a fuck. But, um, so, I don't know how much you know about insane asylum history. It's pretty fucked up. I know. It gets really dark. Bellevue and all that. Oh, yeah. And, like, before... Honestly, they're still pretty fucked up. Oh, yeah, they're still messed up. My brother has been in the... Um, well, we call it the psychiatric ward, but my brother was in the psychiatric ward in a prison. He was in the psychiatric ward in a hospital. Like, they're weird places, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, I believe it. I mean, they, it just sounds scary to me. Well, there's, like, so many, like, prisons basically where you go if you're psychiatrically ill and there's nowhere else for you to go. Like, there's so many mentally ill people that are homeless or in prison. Yeah, that's sucks it really does anyway so the psychiatric ward we can agree fucking sucks um and it actually got better after Nellie Bly do you know about Nellie Bly name name sounds ultra familiar so she kind of like went undercover in an insane asylum and she was a journalist. I'd so be she, way too afraid to do that. She did an expose on it. And she was just like, these people aren't fucking crazies. A lot of them just don't speak English. And you're, yeah, a lot of them just were not English speakers. And that's why they were in the insane asylum. Oh, my God. And, I mean, up for, like, a while, 
especially if you were like a woman being committed was like the nightmare because oh there's like that movie from like the it's called the snake pit Mm -hmm. about this but sorry go ahead yeah but you know being committed was awful and like the nightmare and you could like be committed by your family or by like anybody else and you could be committed for being gay and if you were gay and you got committed they wouldn't let you out you were basically just there you were oh my god that's a nightmare oh yeah it's fucking horrible i mean (coughs) as a doctor you have the ability to commit someone but at least i like to think that we try to have good reasons at least now like you have to meet certain criteria you have to fill out like this slip you have to reevaluate it you have to use the least amount of force necessary you know mm-hmm. yeah i mean i think we're doing better but but it's still a shit show yeah i mean it's definitely come a lot a long fucking way like since the time of my grandparents at least i mean there's just horrible. nowhere for them to go. Yeah. But anyway, so if you were committed and you were gay, you couldn't leave. You couldn't do anything. Your family could commit you, and then you would just be fucking stuck in there. And they would do conversion therapy on you. And back then, it was fucking horrible. Um, Question. Possible answer? Can you just say... Your conversion therapy cured me. I'm straight. Peace, bitches. I mean. Otherwise, what's the point in them doing the conversion therapy if they don't think it could change some people? I mean, I'm sure you could Cause do fuck, that. Because fuck, I'd lie. But fuck y- them. They, I don't know. They don't know, that, but don't know you the truth. would have to go through the conversion therapy before that. And it's not pleasant. So no matter how you shake your tail at it, it's not good. Um, oh, I know. I'm just saying I'd be like, I'm straight. Bye. I mean, I feel like mm-hmm. just out of self-preservation, most people would do that and just be like, I'm leaving. I'm moving out of the country so no one can find me and be like, you're gay so I can live my life. It's a fucking nightmare. But anyway, um, like I said... In American Horror Story, the second season, they portray it pretty accurately, but not quite as extremely as they did it. So, what they would do is they would hook you up to an IV. And I don't remember what the chemical or whatever the fuck it was was in the IV, but it was made to make you sick, to like make you throw up. And you would be under the supervision of a physician while you did this. So that made everything okay. What's the point of making you throw up? uh, They would make you sick and make you throw up while you were watching porn. What? Gay porn. What? Oh, it's like you will now feel nauseous when you see gay people. Yeah, like. That's so dumb. Yeah. (laughs) And they would do it while they were watching gay porn. They would do it while they were looking at pictures of their lovers or partners or, you know, all kinds of other things like that. So they were tortured. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, And sometimes with, like, the electroshock stuff, especially if you were, like, a cross-dresser, they would make you cross-dress while they did it to you. 
and sometimes they would do the electroshock therapy on your genitals. <laughs> you look horrified right now. It's fucking terrible. Why does anybody care? <laughs> oh, I don't think... It's just so much time and money and, like, emotions wasted on something that doesn't fucking matter. I... Like, leave people alone. I completely agree, but at the same time, it's like, I can't do anything about it now because they don't do it like this anymore, but it's it's a fucking nightmare. And at the most, conversion therapy had about a documented 50% success rate, but the data is inconclusive, so it doesn't really count. But well, I mean, you need more information than that to see if it worked, even work. though we all know it doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't fucking work. <laughs> And doctors and other people in the medical field didn't really entertain the notion that conversion therapy didn't work up until the 70s or 80s. So they were doing this for like, well, it was a long fucking time. So there's a manual for diagnosing psychiatric illnesses. It's called the DSM. I have mentioned the DSM in here. Yeah, and it used to have gay in there, you know, being Mm -hmm. homosexual, but it was removed. In 1973. Yeah. Yeah, and being trans actually didn't make it out of the DSM until 2013. But there are still places that do conversion therapy despite this bullshit. Which is I, I didn't know so it took upsetting. that long for trans to get out of there. Huh? Yeah, it's fucked up, right? But yeah. Everyone's set in their ways, including people that are supposed to be scientific, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it kind of sucks. A little bit. But yeah, that's, that's gay history. And the Stonewall Riots. And we do pride every June because of the Stonewall Riots. And it's very nice and exciting. And things are a lot better now. But we still got some shit to do. Don't we always? Yeah. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for doing this naughty podcast with me, Monica. So naughty. Did you have fun? Yeah, it was pretty fucked up. I told you it was going to be fucked up. Do you see... I will never, ever not be able to think of some dead balls, so just some live dude. (laughs) That will haunt my dreams forever. Well, I think they just thought of it like an organ donation. (laughs) So dumb. I know, it's so stupid. I mean... The testes are an organ, right? Yeah, but like... so It's from a dead person. I guess in his mind, he's just like, it's no different than giving this person a new kidney from a dead person. Do you know how long they were dead? I don't fucking know. It'd just be funny if they had been dead for like five months or something. I think the balls would be no more. That's exactly why it would be funny. Just a sack. Just a dusty sack. (laughs) It's gross. Just like me. You're a dusty sack. I am. <laughs> Alright. Peace. We don't. <sighs>